0: To another episode of <coughs> I'm wearing my favorite pair of sunglasses ever uh these sunglasses um they're sort of like sports sunglasses like uh ones that maybe if you've gone going skiing you might wear if for people listening and I like them a lot because they're sort of they're like the sunglasses that uh men who wear men who shout at their wives in public do you know what I mean they're like the, the 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 glasses that men who wear cargo shorts, khaki cargo shorts, and ha- which have big pockets, uh, maybe Velcro, uh, they wear these sunglasses. Um, and in the mall, they'll openly shout at their wife, Linda. If you do another fucking thing, you know what happens, babe. Yeah. So those are my favorite sunglasses. Um. Yeah, so that's the the first five episodes have been released. That was the first week. That was sort of a test of the week to see what was going and I'm been happy with the response. Uh, and if you guys fi- I'm still working this uh pod out, to be honest. So I don't really know fully what it's about, but it's slowly coming together. So if you guys have any constructive uh things that you'd like to see, please comment below. Because um, I I was um I was speaking to my uh my girlfriend about this and basically she's She's lovely, she's very polite, very sweet, uh, wouldn't hurt a fly, unless the fly is Jewish. She's lovely, but incredibly anti-Semitic, but that's just the way she is, you know. Uh, most charming girl you've ever met, but um, has a kind of a deeply like Aryan superiority sort of fascism inside her. But you know, nobody's perfect. Um, and like, you know, that's that's kind of what adds a bit of tension into our relationship, like I'll, you know, I often don't respond quickly to texts and she uh, has an infernal hatred for uh, the state of Israel. Um, but otherwise, she's a lovely, lovely girl. Um, and the problem I have is that I'm doing this pod alone. My mum, you know, I've, you've heard the rant about the shit meme she's sending me. She's not going to be able to give me any advice. Um, so I don't really have anyone to bounce off how this is going and I you know and I'm pretty good with constructive criticism I just want it to be as good as possible so my girlfriend she's she'd always say everything's great and I I basically said to her like look seriously I can take it just please be honest with me don't worry about it I just want to hear honest advice so I can do it better and then she just gave me a fucking back she let loose Like I've never seen the girl go at it she's just like audio's bad you swear too much uh, you come across as a prick. It doesn't make sh- it doesn't look like you're joking a lot of the time. I was like fucking, and then she starts moving on to like personal shit. You never fucking respond to my messages. You're always fucking messy. I was like, oh Christ, like that's not. You know, I I asked for feedback on the podcast. Me being emotionally manipulative—that's none of your business, to be honest. And I resent you for doing that because, as we know, as we've been over many times, only God can judge. Um, but. Yeah, it's been good. I've been enjoying it. Uh been enjoying it. Yeah, this is a, it's sort of a daily podcast, but it's it's Monday to Friday and working weekdays. Um I kind of want it to be like, do you know the 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 daily podcast, the you know the New York Times podcast, The Daily. Uh it's basically like a it's a high-end journalist podcast. It's like the, one of the biggest podcasts in the world and um it's very good journalism. Um and it's b- done by this great journalist called Michael Barbaro. Babag- but uh, he's very camp. And I can't listen to it without... He always opens it with, Hi, I'm Michael Begargo. And I, that's all I ever think of whenever he speaks. Hi, I'm Michael Begargo. It's just like, he's, he's clearly very intelligent. He's a very serious man. And he does a great podcast, 20 minutes a day. Incredibly well produced. Unlike this shit, which is just, I sit down and literally spread my cheeks and talk out of my anals. Um, they highly produce these incredible news uh, segments for a podcast called The Daily. It's got the funding of the New York Times behind it. But um, it still, it takes me out of it that it opens everything with Michael Babago going, Hi, I'm Michael Bagago From the New
1: York Times, I'm so, Michael yes. Babargo.
0: My name's Bogrecio Gould and welcome to Boys Gone Wild. Uh, so the Boy Gone Wild this week, I'm very excited to talk about this. This is, uh, as soon as I started this series, this is one of the the first, this is one of the first names on the team sheet. Um, Kony 2012. Uh, to be fair, the, the, the Boy Gone Wild who I'll be discussing, funnily enough, isn't really the genocidal Ugandan warlord, Joseph Kony. He's not such is the, the the nature of the logic of the show, it's much more the, the filmmaker slash activist slash amateur musical theatre actor, Jason Russell, um, who made the hit viral sensation Coney 2012. Um, worryingly, if you don't remember that, then you're disgustingly young. Because I'm disgustingly young. And if you don't remember the biggest video in 2012 then you must be about six years old um, but I'll take all fans to be honest I, I'll be, I was thinking about putting an age cap on this show anyway I don't want anyone over the age of uh 12 watching this show I think anyone over the age of 12 you're dead to me you're not you're not I can't invest in you in the future you know I want a young audience but a super young 12 years old that's the dream so if you're over 12 and watching this I'd sign out um only want 12 year olds, but Coney 2012, uh, for those of you who don't remember, um, was the most viral video in the world when it came out. It was this half an hour, very highly, very well produced um, little like documentary.
1: Right now, there are more people on Facebook than there were on the planet 200 years ago
0: straight onto YouTube. It's basically the first of its kind by a charity called Invisible Children and it was focusing on the horrendous crimes of one of the most evil men in the world, Joseph Coney.
1: For 26 years, Coney has been kidnapping children into his rebel group the LRA.
0: Uh, he was talking about how he indicted all these child soldiers into his militia um, with no even course beh- cause behind it just uh, to, to maintain power um, it was interesting I remember when it came out and anyone who remembers anyone who's my age I, I, when it came out it was done with such drama and um, such a energy of change that we all got so gassed up everyone thought like oh my god we're going to change the world <laughs> Honestly, I cannot tell you how much of a big deal it was for like a month because it came onto the scene. No one's seen anything like it. It pointed towards the future of social media. This is us. The people. Collective action will finally wipe out evil. And everyone who watched it was just like, I mean, I think I cried when I watched it. It was like, it was so moving. But it might be one of the most hysterical and spectacular fuck-ups of the decade. Um, a real, de- like... I'm not happy about it fucking up, really, but it's too funny to not bring it up. And it's... In the Coney 2012 story, It's so it's got so many elements to it that are so fascinating and point so much towards the problems we have today with trying to enact change. It's just so... Juicy. Uh, It's hard to know where to stick your teeth into first. Um, But basically, Jason Russell, the guy who made it, uh, is this sort of Californian, quiet camp guy. A bit like Bike Bagargo. Hi, I'm Bike Bagargo. Weirdly, on second, I watched it today um, to get to refresh my memory on it. The, The thing that stands out is that it's a half an hour piece, incredibly well made, by the way. It's like top of the range uh, professional uh, quality stuff video. It's about a very serious um, issue in Central Africa Um, but somehow 20 minutes of the film is about him and his son.
1: My name is Jason Russell and this is my son Gavin.
0: Made because at the time you just you got so wrapped in him, but it's kind of hysterical how he is talking always about collective action and change and uh, the people uh, together bringing down Tony Twenty Twelve, but always manages to bring it back to him. As of the course
1: of events in my life, and as a dad, I want him to grow up in a better world than I did. It has become my job. Who are you to end a war? I'm here to tell you, who are you not to?
0: It's just constantly about him. It's it's the perfect example of white liberals trying to change the world.
1: Uh, you go to school here. Yes. Yes, that's how you know English so well.
0: I know. Yeah. Um, because it's, he spent so long making the video that by the time he'd made it, Kony wasn't even that much of a threat. But he hadn't really done, people who came out afterwards, the Ugandan government was like, what the fuck are you talking about? A lot of this is just conjecture. It was very naive. The kind of vibe of the film was like, Kony like fucking sucks. Like if some shit like this happened in America, we would not stand for it. If that happened one night in America, it'd be on the cover of Newsweek are gonna change the fucking world. Yath queen. I mean, it, it's so white. There's even like, the big inspirational song is by Mumford and Sons. We will
1: fight war. Stars
0: hide your my you find, uh, Afterwards, with a bit of research, Jason Russell is this sort of California guy who, uh, very Christian, raised in a and his parents ran a youth Christian theatre. And the c- the combination of American Christianity and American musical theatre really does make an astounding combination for someone to lead uh, a-, a charity. Um, and basically, the whole video is building up to this day. I think it's like April 29th or something, uh, which is like or in December, I forgot what it was. Well, it's like seven months after the video, they're planning this big day where they're gonna cover the, all the cities in the world with Coney 2012. The whole branding of the video is make him
1: famous. We are going to make Joseph Coney a household name, not to celebrate him, but to bring his crimes to the light.
0: Okay, we're gonna make him famous, okay? um and it's this idea that everyone all over the world is going to sign up and um put stickers all over this any all the cities in the world with coney 2012 coney 2012 so much so that it'll be such a global phenomenon that no one can deny the existence of coney 2012 coney uh, joseph coney um by the time even though when the video came out in the first 2 3 days like a million people signed up to do it by the time uh it came to that special day, only about a hundred people in each city actually put any sort of banner saying Coney twenty twelve and a lot of it apparently was um graffiti that was very antisocial and like was just the whole thing was a clusterfuck of white liberals desperate to do good but also cannot be asked to really enact any sort of real change it's kind of like they saw the we all saw the video and we're like oh my god i want to change the world like and then it came around to it we're like i can't be asked anymore jason russell is a fascinating man um and he did one of the most iconic bgw moments of all time this is a boys gone wild this is going as a hall of famer uh for uh BGW iconic moment when Coney when 12 came out uh, quickly it turned sour um, as after the first week when everyone was like this is incredible more information came out it became clear that Coney was no longer that much of a threat um, people were asking questions on why most of the video was about him and his life um, and there was a lot of hate starting to build towards him. This pressure got so much for him that he had a full-on meltdown. And when I say meltdown, I think I think meltdown is a, a kind of word that gets thrown around a lot. Um, people say, like, oh, he went crazy when you send a text message in cap locks. Or, like, the dude was fucking had a meltdown if you raise your voice over, like, a certain level of decibels. Jason Russell had a just iconic meltdown, uh, global movement-ruining meltdown, um, just extraordinary. Uh, he got so stressed that he got completely naked and then went out onto the streets and started masturbating in public. I mean, that is iconic. I just, I, 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 to be able to lose your mind to that extent where all your clothes are off and you're wanking in the street is such a far jump from leading the most viral global charity campaign. It really adds an interesting dimension to his character. And it's an iconic thing. But yeah, but that's also not the only thing that adds an interesting aspect to Jason Russell. Uh, He also made a dance video that was also trying to get at Kony 2012 as well. Um, It's the most ridiculous thing I think I've ever seen. different perspective on the whole cause um and the man claims he's not gay which is fair enough um and as he says i'm not gay i just straight men allowed to love musical theater as well which is very true but i don't think straight men also uh constantly blow dudes which this guy definitely does because he's definitely gay there's no two ways about it nothing wrong with it but he's a gay man
1: we on a mission got uganda deep inside your mind
0: you know he's a gay man um and this video i think sums up white the white liberal response to global problems
1: we gotta shake it up and break it up
0: extraordinary it's absolutely extraordinary Um, but I think watching the video it made me sad in a way because it represents quite like naive time in the internet where if you look at the video there's such an emphasis on Facebook and YouTube and posting statuses and sharing youtube videos
1: and now we see each other we hear each other grandpa i love you i
0: love you i want to take a picture
1: we share what we love and it reminds us what we all have in common dug out alive and well
0: as being an instrument for real change and there was such belief because it basically it came straight after the arab spring where people all over mainly northern africa and the middle east use social media to bypass the government and create revolutions and at the time you read all the pieces in the guardian it was all saying like this is incredible this is facebook this is social media as the new tool to defeat corruption but now with cambridge analytica fake news fucking tiktok it's People don't trust social media at all. If anything, we absolutely hate it. And so it's just sad seeing how much hope there was at the beginning of the decade and how it all failed. Look at all of the the Arab Spring. Like the countries are often worse off than when they started. Um, I mean, Gaddafi. Um, everyone was uh, complimenting how the rebels used... Uh, Facebook to organise the demonstration. It ended with them posting a video, someone posting a video on their Facebook of Colonel Gaddafi getting executed and someone shoving a a pole up his arse. It's just it's sad how it just reminded me of a time when we thought social media was going to do some good in this world. Um And that we lost the decade the decade we did not win this one um and to be honest is a lot of the reason we didn't win this decade is because of people like jason russell because of progressive the reason why i get so angry at all this woke shit and uh, liberals in general is it's like you it's the people who like hijacking change but the change part is secondary to the it being about them. I mean, it, you, I recommend watching Kanye 12 2012. It's hysterical how much the film is just about him and shots of him. And I don't think you can really do a collective movement where your main obsession is the fact that you started it. Um, I've gone way over time. I think I covered what I want to talk about. I mean, I could talk about Kanye 2012 all day. Um, Please comment your thoughts down below. Uh, like, subscribe, share, tell your friends. Um, and yeah, uh, I'll see you out. With angry shouting man at his wife, Linda, put that down, Linda. Yeah, this is why you're fat, babe. Yeah, that's why you got a light lunch ready, ask because you're always eating sweet treats like that. Put it down. Maybe eat some fruit, yeah.